Uncle Alan, why didn't you save us in New York? I know you tried. That's why you switched shows. Thank you, baby. I'm worried something's different now because usually I'd have to type it, then copy the text, and then it worked. (laughs) Why is it just working all of a sudden? Damn it, Craig, you've been so good for weeks now. Don't you? There wasn't any Discord updates this week, I don't think. And to be fair to them, Craig Bot has been on top of things lately. I'm jinxed it, haven't I? You're totally jinxed it. There was an update. I've gone and did it. I've gone done and did it. Yeah. I'm sorry. (sighs) You fool. Dang nabbit. How are we, boys? Can I open my beer yet? My balls. I'm forever. Okay. A libation. Now we're talking. I'll continue with my water. Okay. Oh, poor Nicolas. Sorry. It's not your body. Well, actually, it is your body because I'm on cans. It's just water. It's not even water. Boys. I need to walk over to my kitchen. How are we, boys? Sure. Warm. Very warm. Would you classify it as warm enough that your balls is hot? Um, my, my balls is, is, is indeed hot. Um, I've been brewing all sorts of ball soup, back fish, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Um, scrote stew, whatever the fuck you want to call it at this stage. Oh my God. Um, oh damn, it, you nasty, son. You nasty. Uh, there, there's, been, there's been serious amounts of balls being hot this week. Um, Here's a question for you, right? It's been, on average, what, say, 27 to 30 degrees all week. Why is it that if we're out foreign in, like, any Mediterranean country, America, anywhere else in the world with the same degrees of heat, we can manage it fine. But in Ireland, by God, we cannot handle this shit. Humidity. Humidity, it's a dead heat, and our houses and buildings in general aren't made for this weather. Yeah, that's the thing, Sean. Like, if we're like, if we go to America, for example, and like we've been over there, we've been in Chicago, myself and Gordo specifically, in in August time, and it's hot AF. But like, it's not this level where you're like, I think I'm going to collapse and die right now. Level I've of hot. struggled. I've struggled more this week than the last time I went to Vegas. And uh, Los Angeles in June, lads. Oh, you went to E3, yeah, E3. That was horrendous. But yet, I survived compared to this. Texas yeah. in mm, April was also pretty hot, but like Galway in July for some reason this year is, oh lads, I don't know how many pairs of boxers I've gone through this week. I don't mind telling you, Most it is what it is. Some of those days were three, bo- were, there were three boxer days. You know? Are you yeah. saying you've gone through more boxers than Sonny has? Oh, oh. not that far. Not that far. I mean, I'd, I'd have a lot to get through. And uh, but yeah, just yeah, so many showers, so many towels gone into the wash. Holy shit, it's too much. Our Phoenix, Arizona, yeah, Rory, eight and a half years, 50 degrees. What's that in Fahrenheit? Nine million, (laughs) maybe. No, it wouldn't be far off on my thirty. God, yeah, 123, yeah. That's that's cruelty. I couldn't couldn't be dealing with that shit. No, no, I'm sorry, I would die. If if, would if the temperature die. gets to triple digits, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Usually in Ireland, I'm like, oh my god, double digit weather. <laughs> like, I don't I don't need a hoodie. 
Oh God! Yeah, I, I, I am known for being the guy who would not wear a hoodie in like you know three and four degrees in the middle of Galway in the winter. Yeah, and I'm strolling around in a fucking football jersey. That sort of a level. Imagine how I'm oh. fucking feeling in this. Oh, it's bad. It's real, real bad. Um, even that little bit of a thunderstorm today was nice. Yeah, you know, it was actually there. lovely, wasn't yeah. it? A bit of rain. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I took Monday off after the pay per view because I had an appointment in a garage to get my air con and my car fixed. It was so good that I decided to go for like a two hour drive afterwards with the windows up just because I could. Nice. Kira got her new car as well and the aircon is just spectacular in it. We don't have aircon in our car. Oh, it's bad. Um, even like when you sit into like her car and it's just like, oh God, why would anyone, but why are you in cars? I'm looking outside. I'm like, why are you in cars? Just go to your house and stay in the fridge. It's the only way. <laughs> Simpsons had it right. Just pitch up a tent and uh, yeah. seal it up around your fridge. I normally exactly. never have a problem pitching a tent, but if you do, then you should really try Bluetooth. <laughs> Look, Bluetooth, there's another one that you've thrown yeah. away. Could have made um, you millions. Millions, I tell you. Could have made millions. Uh, yeah. So there isn't really anything. <laughs> there isn't a whole lot else like to talk about other than it's the, our balls are hot, collectively. Ball, balls be hot um yeah it's look it's rare we get it so i'm happy that it happened but i'd I'm be not. glad to see the back of it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if we got one day i'm fine with it like tw- up past 25 degrees sorry taking the piss go away don't need you that's the way i'd look at things uh, maybe it's because i worked in retail for so long as well it's like a, oh, a, a hot yeah. day was always a bad can you day imagine can you imagine what it'd be like uh for uh jim jim from the toy store working upstairs there oh. imagine how how warm your friend jim would be upstairs in that toy store today i was there about a week ago and everyone was already in the uh company approved shorts were allowed you know yeah. kind of way <laughs> <laughs> was like, and that was that wasn't even that hot back then compared to the last couple of days how is in, uh how is jim doing there actually i don't even recognize him anymore to be honest with yeah. you uh he's a much younger man these days uh <laughs> he looks fresh faced and you know he hasn't been beaten by the world yet yeah but he, does uh, he will he, he doesn't know the difference between wwe and nba though god just saying so what was that thing the wwe and the wwf and john cena had to sit there oh, i sent it to you oh, there yeah yeah that was national TV. Imagine doing that it's little TV and you research. Do that little prep. We do more prep. But they have oh, beef with each other, Steve. Oh, they got, they got beef, WWF and yeah. WWE. They got beef, they got pandas, they got whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That was really, really bad. Um, speaking of bad, I think never before in the history of the 24-7 have I needed to explain why we do it at the start less. So the, the whole point of this was to get the bad shit out of the way early so we just talk about the fun stuff and make fun of wrestling. It could be half the show today. Um, oh yeah, It could be half the show today and there's good stuff to talk about. Uh, what is good stuff. the 24-7? So if it's to explain the 24-7 it is uh, we brought this back before they actually brought back a 24-7 title. We did it we in the vein of the hardcore this. title before they brought the thing back um, with an idea just to talk about all the bad shit, get it out of the way and award the 24-7 title for the worst moment of the year. Uh, whoever's the 24-7 on the uh, 31st of December is the winner. Uh, last year it was, I believe, karaoke, Smackdown karaoke. Ooh. Real bad. Current champion is the Zombies at Backlash. Not for long, it ain't. And I tell you, <laughs> when I saw that, I went, 
know, this reminds me of that moment we awarded SmackDown Karaoke the 24-7. It's untouchable. Can't see anything beating it. How many challengers have we this week, Steve? We have one, two, three, four, five challengers. They're probably just the ones I'm sure you've got some others. (laughs) Can I I make a request? You can see Mm -hmm. the list of the challengers there. Can we put... Yeah, last. Number two. No, bump it down. Maybe bump it down to be the middle one. Okay. How about you direct? Um, I'll, 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 re- I'll rearrange them slightly. I'll just, I'll just okay. gonna rearrange them slightly just to see. I'm I, gonna I, start with one I that think... I don't think is gonna win, but I think it's worth talking about. Okay, the Charlotte thing. It's all part of one big package here. Um, Ooh, big package. Oh, Mick didn't see Raw. Oh, you trust me, oh, you're oh, watching oh, a Raw oh, recap oh. here in the 24/7 segment. Yeah, I think I think the order I have them in now is probably a good flow of stuff. That's pretty good. We'll get good yep. discussion at the end, and then it'll bring Ooh. us. Up. Question like before it. we do this. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Homer Simpson on the podcast this week? Oh, I can be if you want. Oh, you can be. Yeah, cool. cool. <laughs> so we're throwing Charlotte in. It's more uh, I guess how she's in. Isn't her? Just getting it ready. Just getting the pipes clean. Yeah. Charlotte is announced as an 11 time champ. And you know they want you to remember that because they said it 900 times. You know how they do things. Charlotte's an 11-time champ after announcing her on Twitter on Sunday as a 14-time women's champion. So that was 13 world titles and, a, and the tag team title. So they've admitted the two NXT title wins. So, like, WrestleMania last year didn't happen, apparently. I, I don't know about you. I seem to remember Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Maybe it didn't yeah, happen. But if, I'm not sure. Yeah, but if, but, but if you have a women's title match and there's no crowd there to see it, did it ever even happen? Did WrestleMania happen at all last year? I wonder. Yeah, true. Like, did, 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 was there a Firefly Funhouse match? Did that even exist? Did the Boneyard match ever exist? No, none well, of when, when, when our good friend Juan Cena uh, came back, he did too sweet the camera because he is he, he came out of the NWO heel Cena portal. So it's all tying together. It's <laughs> a so, little package. Um, so this isn't going to win. I just thought it was part of the package here as we build it's, to the final. Um, one here on the list. This is yeah. part of the NXT connection here. Yeah, it's a very big con- uh, NXT connection across a lot of these 24-7s. And NXT, I actually kind of thought was okay this week. But it was trying to make up for getting buried big time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they could have had the best show in the world and they would have been scrambling. Yeah. Like, oh shit, um, they ruined us. Let's just all vote no and move on. We will vote no, yeah. but again, that's the fact that this got nominated shows that, yeah, you're fucking up here, guys. They had mm-hmm. a chance that they could have Charlotte steps closer to their inevitable goal of getting her to beat Rick's record. Oh, gotcha. If no, I wouldn't have kept the tag team in, though. I, I no, agree not the tag team that one. out. Definitely not the tag mm-hmm. team one, yeah. Oh, absolutely, but, yeah. 13, 13 time champ, count the two NXT ones, because otherwise you've essentially shot all over Rhea's first WrestleMania match here. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it was five, five red, five blue, and the Divas title, which yeah. became the women's title, yeah. which became the Raw title. But anyway, technically, that's what it was. Did she not win the triple six. threat match? Did she not win the triple threat match that brought it from the Divas title to the Raw women's title? So by that logic, it, no, it became the women's she, title. At the time, but, yeah, but, but, Different but by that logic, did she, but did she win that? Did she win that match that switched it from one belt to the other? Because by that logic, are they counting that as two title wins? Uh, well, they count the let's swap titles for between was it the new day? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> Fuck, yeah, three yeah. rabbits, three rabbits. 
Yeah, by that logic, um, she's by that logic, she's down another title. If you ask me, there you go. What's one title run? It might be two separate wow. belts and renamed it, but one fucking title run. Next one, then, um, <laughs> guys. I just if you were booking a show, right, and a guy hadn't been wrestling in a while, like months, like pre WrestleMania, and you're in his hometown, uh, would you have him win or lose? I'd have him have a title match in the main event, and he'd end up winning it to send the crowd home happy with a what, huge what pop. Sh- what show are we on? Oh, fuck yeah. We're on Raw. We're on Raw. Oh, no, no, he's losing. Yeah. <laughs> he's losing. He's, gotta, he's not only got to lose, he's got to be fucking squashed. Look, five, five minutes max. Five, five minutes max. And he's going to lose to someone like who's baby, baby step up from Humberto Carrillo, maybe. I don't know. So Keith Lee is squashed in his hometown on his return after like whatever it is, four or five months. Uh, he's returned. He's squashed. He's, it's his literal squash match against Lashley. Um... And then he just disappears into the ether for the real star to show up. And Goldberg returns. Goldberg. Now look, the crowd went crazy for Goldberg. I assume, unless the crowd was fucked with there, I don't know. I'm assuming there was a little bit of sweetening of the audio, but... My God. A bit, but he, he does always seem to get a reaction one way or the other. And like this isn't Which a dig is at Goldberg coming back. It's the big dig here is the fact of it's Keith Lee getting absolutely shat on this should have been a big thing of bringing him back and yeah. no it's it was really uh, really bad it was terrible but i'm gonna throw is, this in oh carry on no no go ahead go on. no no it's all good um, no, no, cause no, I, I was gonna i was gonna segue onto something else onto the next one after but uh so i'll leave you go next um i was fucking the minute keith lee came out they did their classic booking themselves into the corner thing Oh, yeah. well, he can't win the title off Lashley I mean that'd be crazy they're setting up Goldberg Lashley we're aware of that it wasn't a title was, like, was it not a title match was it no, no challenge but you beat the champ you get an opportunity for a title opportunity right I thought it was an open challenge like an, a, a title match maybe I'm wrong I'm assuming I'm wrong then so what was the challenge about so yeah, it was an open challenge so that you can beat the champion to get a title match to beat the champion uh, to win the belt yeah. Yeah. so it's even worse Jeez, Steve keep up man so he oh, could have won that match that makes it even worse. That gives me, uh, I'm going to throw a yes in here. You could have hit a Goldberg's music. Lashley gets uh, distracted. Keith Lee gets the yeah. win. I'm... A distraction roll up? Exactly. They'd never think of that. Exactly. <laughs> Unfeasible. Weirdly, <laughs> I, I, when we started talking about this, I was going to give it a no, but I actually think, given the fact that there was the article came out, I was of Triple H is saying they're trying to find new ways to engage new fans Lol. and get fans back. Doing something like this isn't going to fucking do it. No, it's the exact make... opposite of what you're you're claiming your company wants to do. So I'm going to say I'm going to give this a yes. It's going to give me and my friend Mark a reason not to watch. I was close. <laughs> I'm throwing a yes in there, genuinely. I, actually, it was so I was, bad. I was a bit upset at this. There was a moment that we will get to later where I was legit. I messaged the group chat saying I am on the verge of switching off this product. I've never been as close to cutting the cord with this fucking product as something we'll get to later. Um, but this didn't help. This set me on the road to it. So it's a yes from me. Nicolás, how are you feeling? Hmm. I think Zombies. I, I think Zombies is too strong. As much as it absolutely shadow or Geely in his big return, I think Zombies was worse. So I'm going to go no. Ooh. Ooh. So it's two for yes. One for no. Can I can I potentially mm-hmm. can I potentially sway your vote, Nick? 
Go on. By calling out the fact this is the first Raw in front of fans in 70 weeks and you have a hometown guy returning and that's what you do on the first show in front of a live crowd for your flagship product in 70 weeks. You have a chance to really propel a guy to main event status in his hometown after a year and a third of no live crowds. 15 months. Nearly 16, just shy of 16 months with no crowds and this is what they do on the first one back. Yeah, zombies though. That's fine. That's fine. I was trying to build a, I was trying to build a suspense, but at the same time, that there are zombies. I, I wouldn't criticize anyone for going yes or no here, to be honest yeah. with you. Nick put it very this. well when he said zombies though. The zombies. You know? <laughs> yeah, the zombies. Uh, I, I voted yes. I think it was absolutely terrible. If your soundboard will allow it, hit that new champion. Oh, Ooh. it's a short one because it's going to be a short-lived title run. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keith Lee is current. The Keith Lee incident, which it will be known um, in briefly. YouTube videos in years to come, um, is going to briefly be the 24-7 champion. Uh, uh, do you know what? He'll, get, he'll probably get a defense under his belt here. You got one time uh, defense. The first row in front of fans in 70 weeks after a good pay-per-view has four fucking rematches on it. With distraction roll-ups galore. But you see, Steve, they've never done it in front of crowds. They had the matches, but there was no one there to see it. Yeah, so did they even happen? No, no, never happened. Like the Charlotte match never happened. Please don't give them ideas. Nobody said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we'll do a quick one on this. I will say no. But, you know, because I think part of that fed into my result for or my pick for Keith Lee. So I'll say no on this part. First row in front of fans had four mm-hmm. rematches. Pretty bad. As bad as it is. Yeah, I, I'd still keep, keep Keith Lee above it. it mm-hmm. It's bad, but it didn't really bury anyone. It didn't really do any harm to anyone. It's just a fact that we've seen just it so viewers. many times. So yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just the, the trend of constant rematches yeah. that they have. Like the, what we said before is, you know, when they start a feud, you know, oh, this will be great. Oh, wait, no, they're going to do this a million times and do it to death. Mm-hmm. Just lose interest in any feud. It's tied in with that. But yeah, I, I don't think it beats Keith Lee. So Keith Lee, we didn't job him out. He got a title for defense under his belt. So that's good. However, Karrion Cross debuts on Raw. Uh, Cross's first WWE loss. Uh, the undefeated Karrion Cross. The undefeated on monster for 18 months. The NXT champion has his debut on Raw without Scarlet, without the smoke machine, without all the bits and pieces. Uh, it's his first WWE loss. Is in a one, one minute and 40 second match on his Raw debut to Jeff Hardy, who has been losing matches to Ginger's pals on main event. Uh, Dirt. Bad. Dirt. Did, uh, Jeff Hardy dirt. even cheated to win. They're like, well, um, I'm so confused by this. display last night? I did. A lot of people did. And a lot of people went back. <laughs> there, I, this is the thing I got to earlier where I said I was on the verge of switching off the show. Just, I've dealt with a lot of shit watching this over the last couple of years. This, this was terrible. Um, just for extra context, like, there's a lot of people out there, obviously, who don't, who just aren't cross guys. Um, and Beyond's one of them, Paddy's one of them. He just, he doesn't, 
like he gets the mystique of him like he, he buys into the entrance obviously the whole pageantry of it with Scarlet and everything he gets all that just not a massive fan of his in-ring work totally get that he's not everyone's cup of tea but when you pull away the mystique and you pull away the pageantry of the entrance and the allure obviously of adding Scarlet into the into the mix as well you take so much of the character away that would appeal to people who aren't mad on his in-ring stuff that you're completely neutering him. Yep. Um, um, not to mention the fact that he walked out horrendous. with the title belt on. So he still had the fucking title and he's supposed to be going into a big feud with Samoa Joe 24 hours later and you have this happen. But Jeff got his old music back. Neat. He could have had had that and beaten fucking Shanky to get revenge for his loss on main event. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's kind of got, he he kind of, Jeff Hardy's got a bit of a drive by here. (laughs) You're like, no, no problem with you, Jeff. It's fine. We're happy you got a win, but. Antox is a good point here. Last time someone appeared on the, uh, well, not last time, but last time they kind of called up someone that was still on the roster uh, from NXT. It was when Kevin Owens came up and bet John Cena. Mm-hmm. One of John Cena's greatest ever matches and greatest mm-hmm. ever feuds, and I will fight yep. anyone who says otherwise. That, that Owens took him to a new yeah. level. Give me your belt. Proper trial. I'm not going to waste any more time. This is 100% a fucking slam dunk yes for me. Yep, new champ. This rage is the greatest injustice in the history of the world. What a <laughs> load of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going yes. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> Make it official, Fitz. Oh, it's full house, baby. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Ta-da! New 24-7 champion, uh, the Carrion Cross debut. Um, people will come out with the whole, you know, it's part of the story, and they, they might be right, but in the moment right now, like, I'm assuming they're going to get Scarlet back or whatever and that's going to be his thing and the whole the pieces will fall into place but how many people are going to care by then no it's new it's it's neutered out, out the gate with this that's, first impressions are big this is Keith Lee's new music and he's wrestling in a fucking skirt yeah but see lads I don't think you're getting this you know it doesn't wins and losses don't matter oh how they do like he's, it's going. It just let it play out. It'll make pay sense window. after a while. The pay window fits. He's got. A, he's thinking about getting to the pay window. And you know the joke, the thing we joke about. Um, you know, it'll all make sense later. The Triple H thing about Charlotte and Rhea. They retcon that match even happening now. So yeah. just, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's where the payoff was. That's where the payoff was. The payoff was you wait until we just get rid of it. Yeah, so yeah. It'll yeah. all make sense there. in the end when we just men in black fucking beeper thingy in your face and everything's yep, gone. It's gone. Uh, show ah. show out there of something that WWE trademarked the oh, other day. Yeah. Complaining is not conversation. Mm. Like I completely forget f- that they might be in their heads in WWE logic, right? And that's a very dangerous thing to even try contemplate because they're a bunch of morons most of the time. But even in their wildest dreams, how could they think that having the undefeated dominant NXT champion lose on his debut in 1 minute 45 seconds to someone who's been jobbing out on WWE main event how does anyone think that's a good idea how does anyone rationalize that I just completely don't get it yeah it's 
I'm guessing they have some stupid convoluted story. To, to doesn't matter, you know. The, the destination <sighs> is not worth the journey in this in this case, situation. Yeah, I'd yeah. agree. I just think we all had our hopes up for Cross for so long. We're like, oh, when Cross comes to the main roster, you know, made for the main roster, made made for, for, for the main roster. The whole act with Scarlet and the smoke and the lights and all that shit. Can you imagine what they could have done with that giant fucking video board with his entrance. And what CGI animal could have flown out of his body? <laughs> you know, think about that. A vulture. <laughs> a vulture. Oh, God. You know, you could have legitimately put him up against Roman. I wouldn't have done it straight away because he'd lose. But, you know, you could have built him that. It's just, you know, maybe if he lost a 10-minute match, maybe it'd be a little bit better. You're like, okay, it's still not great, but it's a little bit better. You know what? But it was a minute and 40 seconds. Imagine if he had come up. And he had his match, and this match is going, like you said, six, seven minutes. Then Jeff and Keith Lee's music hits. You're breaking up, Gordo. Yeah, breaking up bit. there, Gordo. Shit, my back. I was going to say, yep. what, what if he was to come out match, it goes about six, seven minutes, and then you have Keith Lee's music hit. And that's Keith Lee's return. That could work. Too hard, Gordo. It's too hard to book these things. You have Keatley return pop. That's the distraction. Jeff can hit the twist of fate off of that. The swanton and then, you know, get the tights and stuff to make sure he gets the win. But it's all based off of distraction, so it kind of slightly protects Cross and you set up Cross versus Lee for Cross's first main roster feud and also Keatley's first feud back. Gordo, it's too I'm hard. A <laughs> I'm a genius. That's, it's... It takes two seconds. I think it is shit on the fucking fly every week. Oh, well. Not well we get to the last 24-7 contender. Um, we put down NXT buried question mark across all of the incidents this week. I don't think the question mark is needed. NXT buried. Yeah. Yeah. It's developmental again. Yeah. Oh, it's officially I saw that. They're yeah. calling it developmental again. So does that just mean that they're going to call everybody up? Vince is just going to call everybody up and they're going to have to restart again? It seems like, like that's what Adam they're doing. Adam and all them, yeah. I mean, even for the, especially, especially for the women's division right now. That means like, there's a new bus flip coming. If they're calling yeah. up 15 people from NXT, at least 10 people are getting sacked. So, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, like they, they debuted, Tegan, re-debuted Tegan Knox, big, big pop for her re-debut in NXT, setting up a feud, and then she was on SmackDown next week. Yeah. Braun's coming back. Yeah, I think Braun is coming back, Mish. Um, the, they released merch again, didn't they? There's merch up yep, on the yeah. WWE shop. He, he's going to be back soon. Um, we figured, we said when he got released that this was a contract issue at the time. I remember we were all talking. What did, He was making over a million dollars. He was making over a million yeah. because he knew what his value was. Yeah, he, he, got, he, he was one of the lucky ones whose contract was coming up around the time AEW was going to be starting on TNT. So he got real lucky with that timing. So he had Man, them over God. a barrel paid so it's probably going to bring him back on half his wages i'm sure he'll be happy to be back good times mm. probably there'll probably be a few more that'll come back uh so nxt buried question mark nothing is beating the carrying cross 24 7 thing here for me yeah no that's not no. there's nothing that's touching that yeah that's what we're getting to next actually mitch we're going straight into the the news of yeah with brian what they? What was the whole thing with Nick Khan had spoken to New Japan about some working relationship, but they didn't seem to get the deal over the line. Obviously, New Japan are probably better off working with 
five different companies rather than one, I suppose. Well, the name on the, the contract logic. does say can. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, Brian, I don't think he wanted to... I, I don't know. Like, it's not. He doesn't sound like a guy who's driven by... He, I mean, he's multi-millionaire. He doesn't seem... I'd say, at this stage of his career, he probably just wants to do some goofy shit. He said it Brian, himself. He wants to wrestle a bear in Mexico. And all sorts of nonsense <laughs> like Brian, Brian didn't want to leave. Brian wanted the freedom to go yeah. and build out... Not necessarily his legacy, but have the catalogue of work of what he wants and have certain matches with certain people or... Fill out his bucket list. Animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, he, he's at that point where he's like, okay, I've got this second chance and I've had my second run, but where, you know, how long is this run going to last? And he's going to, he's wanting to capitalize on it and kind of has, like he said, the bucket list of the dream matches of guys he might have seen coming up since he signed with WWE that he never thought he'd have a chance with because of his injury. And now he's like, well, maybe if there's a chance for me to get a match with this guy who was in this other company, that's the sort of stuff he's wanting. And the bear, he wants to and wrestle the bear, a bear. Of course, well, the bear, I, yeah. I am all for that. The thoughts of him cutting promos about wrestling a bear. Like, yeah, he he wants to wrestle Lince Dorado and a bear. So he's happy with that. I can <laughs> barely believe which one it. is his guy? Grand Metalik is his man. Metalik, he loves Metalik. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll kind of um, Fitz. I can't leave it much longer. I, I need you to talk about CM Punk. Because we have the number one CM Punk superfan on planet Earth. <laughs> well, if you, if, you, if you want to drag it out, we could call out the fact that uh, we are psychics. And as we have called for the last couple of weeks, Bucks and Six. six. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd written money on that, Gordo. I wish I'd put money on it. <laughs> Just, I, I, I really do. I, re, I wish I had two, especially when they were two nil down. Um, Guns and four straight losses. Yeah. <laughs> what a you collapse. You said it straight away, man. You said it straight away. Props. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I believed. Yeah. I fucking believed. Um, oh, what a night. And what a perfect week for it as well, because I wasn't sleeping on account of the heat. So uh, it was great. Getting to stay up late. It was fucking swamp ass. Um, it was swamp ass. And literally sitting, watching basketball until like half four, five o'clock in the morning, celebrating like a fucking mm-hmm. mad yoke. The only person in Galway who probably gave a shit about it. But <laughs> Bucks in six, baby. Bucks in fucking Bucks six. Bucks in six. Shout out to uh, Alex Palowski for doing the post, was it NXT show? Oh, yeah. yeah. On Tuesday night after or while the Bucks uh, game six was on. It was going down the fucking four quarter. I think he managed to finish it just before the end, didn't he? Uh, he just, he he just, just ran the through the last of the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, a, like, what a pro. That's how you do it. Like. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, if, if Man United were in a final or something, while we're, there just wouldn't be a show. I just wouldn't be here. It'd be simple as that. You'd be by yourselves or there would be no show. So fair play to him for doing it. Punk is in talks with AEW. He's back. Uh, we, 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 like, I, I, I'm always openly a CM Punk fan. Like, he, I don't know whether it was just a pipe bomber around that time. I knew about the summer of Punk. He drew me in as a fan again. And I know many, many others have felt the same. Mainly because he was different, you know, like he looked different, he talked different, he acted different. He wasn't the prototype WWE guy, and that's why he stood out. And in in many ways, he left at the right time insofar as that his legacy would be remembered as the guy who stood up for his own principles. Coming back, he might ruin all that, of course. There's a big chance of that. Well, she's wanting to get them unionized, Nick. <laughs> Uh, I think we can all agree that Selena Vega is nothing but a piece of shit for backing away from her morals. Um, 
Easy to say when we're easy to say when we're not getting a Brinks truck backed up to a house full of cash. I know, but when you leave a company on such high ground and high horses that Zelina did, and you back the fuck up and just eat your words, delete your tweets, and go back to something you said you'll never go back to again, like that's just fucking bad. But at least Punk is not going back on his word. He's going doing something different. Bless him. He even got into a UFC ring and got his ass handed to him. But still did it. Once. Once, yes. Technically. Yep. Technically once now. Who, who'd have thought all it would take for him to come back was for one of his losses to get expunged from the record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he doesn't suck as bad as we thought, eh? Uh, and no, um, he it takes balls to get in there, so... Oh, fuck. Absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, yeah Punk, like, we've wanted this for a long time. I think most wrestling fans, being honest, wanted to see him return in some way, shape, or form. It never seemed likely that he would go back to the Fed with the way it, uh, it all transpired, getting fired on his wedding day, etc., etc. Um, he was probably waiting to see how the AEW bubble would develop. And now that it's kind of stabilized and established itself as a genuine alternative, uh, along with the likes of, you know, uh, Thunder Rosa signing, uh, Daniel Bryan reportedly signing as well. There is a genuine movement here that, you know, AEW could be an actual competitor for WWE in the not too distant future. They're signing Rory an awful make lot a of very wrestling good point, though. Uh, Zelina Vega can do no wrong for many reasons. So I'm with Rory on this one. <laughs> <laughs> she, piece of ace. <laughs> she, she does have a lovely career. We will, we will all agree on that. But Jesus, yeah, just. No, can't stand. I can't take her seriously anymore. She like her on ring persona as a as an entity is done for me. She could never be taken seriously as a wrestler, unfortunately, just due to her size in general. Um, but as a manager, she was one of the best in recent memory in WWE. Her time Mish, with Mish has cracked the code. Mish has cracked our secret oh, code. Oh no, shit! I thought <laughs> we were so good. <laughs> but I followed people's careers. Yes. You know, just I've, I followed Priscilla's, Priscilla Kelly's career for a long time. I think that was the dawning of the phrase, actually. That's where it came from, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gigi Dolan. Did you see the ad of the thing doing the rounds of her getting a chop from Brody King? No. <laughs> yeah. What Find that wait, would you say getting the chop from no, Brody getting, King? Getting, getting, no, taking a chop from Brody King. I think Once Brody again, King. you'll have to clarify what type of video this is. It's literally, Find it's, a chair, find a chair, send location. Is it on the hub or is it on YouTube? No, it's, it's actually on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter's off game for everything, though. So Twitter is fair game for a lot of things. Um, oh, man. But yeah, Punk. Um, now, this was the thing. They started teasing, you know, the Chicago Bulls stuff yesterday. Punk put up the, the Bulls. And, <laughs> he put up the, is the Alan Parsons Project song that the Bulls used to come out to in the 90s. Um... And then who posted something? What was it? AEW have trademarked the first stand, is it, or something they trademarked? First, first, dance. Stand. first dance. First, first dance. dance. Sorry, the first dance, yeah. As opposed to the last dance. Um, so, yeah. There's something there, or he's been a massive troll. Which he has been in the past, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Well, he's well, a of dickhead. We know Punk is a bit of a piece of shit when it comes to, you know... <laughs> people and things so but i will say something it's been reported by people who typically don't report these things unless they have reason to believe that it's true yeah so like Um, fair enough the dirt sheets can report many things ringside news i don't believe it until i see it 
But mm. to the likes, to the credit of, of the Sean Ross apps of the world, um, he seems to be pretty reliable so far. I haven't seen any duds from him in in a long time, if ever. So until he kind of shits the bed on something, I'm liable to believe it uh, again 90% yeah. of the time until I actually see it. Sean Rossap is a very good record with this stuff. Um, even Zelina and Alistair Black were calling him out recently and saying the dirt sheets don't, you know, these, these people are lying. They don't know what they're talking about. And exactly what he said was going to happen happened. And with Edge. Edge. He, he's got a good track record. Uh, so if he's putting his neck out there for it, I'm thinking there's something to it. So um, it, let's take like maybe two minutes, right? Grab a beer, sit by the pool, and book his return. <laughs> Okay. Right. I think obviously the, the obvious one here is all out Chicago. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're in Chicago all that week for Dynamite on the Wednesday, Rampage on the Friday, and then all out on, I want to say a Sunday night, I think it is. Okay. Do you bring him back on the pay-per-view itself after a tease midweek to pop a rating for the, uh, for the pay-per-view? Or do you bring him back as a surprise on the Wednesday Dynamite leading up to the pay-per-view? I think the name of the episode, or the trademark is for the episode of Dynamite before All Out. The first dance. Yeah. So Dynamite, the first dance leading into All Out. And there'll be a tease or he will literally walk out at the end of the show and be on screen. And then you're like, oh shit, I got to buy that pay-per-view. Can you imagine if Tony Khan manages to buy the rights to this fire burns and have MJF come out to it on the, on the Dynamite? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then have, they're they're going to buy cult. They're going to license out cult of personality. Oh, this is this is yeah. how I do it though. You you have you have Tony Khan get the try and get the rights to this fire burns. Get MJF to come out to it on Dynamite in Chicago that week. Fans shit themselves over it. Everyone's outraged. Yada yada yada. When they find out it's MJF, he comes out to the ring, says he's going to issue an open challenge at the pay per view. He comes out at the pay per view to his own music or whatever. Then they, he turns around and is like, right, yeah, who wants to challenge me? Hit this fire burns again and have nobody come out. And have him turn around laughing it off and saying, oh, you have the midget oh, come yeah. out or whatever. You know, have something like that happen. Happen. Have someone ring. It's like making someone else. You hit cult of personality. Unless you get the right, I think that will just get a ridiculous pop. Yeah, and um, like all that, all that week is sold out already. Yeah, like all out is like sold out straight away on the day it went on sale. So they don't even need to do anything to get the fans in the arena. So that's why I'm thinking that you know they might on the pay per view. Well, no, I I think they might tease it before to get the buy rate up for the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's going to be something to do with the pay-per-view because they did it with Christian that time as well. They used Christian's announcement as part of the, you know, the, the build and the, to help get extra buys. I think All they're the going to tease it or maybe career. he just shows up. Yeah, <laughs> being a superstar. Um, they're going to do something where he either shows up briefly at the end of the show or there's some very obvious hint that he'll be there. You on flash, flash up the four stars on the screen during a promo. Mm, on a, on a fist. Uh, yeah. 
I think I'd love to see that sort of a, a debut is where they just drop in little punkisms like the old Jericho. We sleep up to. The build up for Jericho's return to WWE in 2005. Mm. Yeah, that, so what you're saying is we're going to get some guy carrying a torch and he's going to get there. <laughs> and then when he gets to the building, Jericho clotheslines him. <laughs> I'd even go yeah. a little bit more subliminal. Um, Picture you know, of the thing from Fantastic Four because it's <laughs> clobber in time. <laughs> you know, something even as, as goofy as that, but even if it's just something in like a promo or, you know, even like if you, if you mention MJF there, like if he is the one who does the the work for the reveal or the, the return. It'll be, it'll be MGF Jericho it all out though, so. Yeah. That, that, well, that's fine. It doesn't need to be there and then. But yeah, he can be the guy that brings him in and, you know, that's the, the feud you're setting up for a longer term. But the point I was saying is that, you know, MGF can be the one who teases, you know, phrases or punkisms in the weeks leading up to it. So he can say he's the best in the world, you know, these sorts of things. And you're like, hang on a second, punk says that. Or he might, you know, tap his watch as if it's clobbering time kind That's of thing. That's Rollins. You know, I, I'd like I'd like a little bit of, you know, a, a little bit of a brain tease with this as well, rather than just, oh my God, CM Punk is back next week, which is what well, you get you, in WWE. You're looking to get dinner before you get fucked then, is what you're saying. Oh, I like to get wined and dined. Oh, I like, I like to put on a little bit of lipstick before I get fucked. Can it, <laughs> since, since it's looking like it's going to be MJF Jericho, can it be Ricky Starks? All the promos. Mm. Let me throw one out here. Does Punk getting signed and the timing, it, it's too good to pass up the Chicago thing. You have to use him in Chicago if that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Is this going to throw kind of a spanner in the works for the Page and Omega match? In that, obviously, you know, Kenny could win and then Punk could challenge him. He could be the one to challenge him after the match. Does that play into the any? Will that change things last minute for the Hangman story? I wonder. Nah, I think you give. I think you give Punk a different a different feud before he goes yeah. into title contention. So I think I think you get away Wait. with maybe flipping the title to Hangman and have him have it for a month or two. If you want to put it back on Kenny, then to set up for Punk, you can do it. What yeah. if CM Punk, famously straight edge, against has Punk to help Hangman? Hangman. Yeah, because Hangman lost because he. Uh, he wasn't in the best shape because he was drinking the night before or something. And then Punk <laughs> comes out as he's, he's going to join the new Straight Edge Society. Serena Deeb and, and uh, Gallows are there anyway, so fuck it. Let's get wild. Or do you do Punk and Brian as the outsiders coming in to see if this is where the big boys play? I'd love them just to give that visual because <laughs> yeah, that would terrible. be hilarious. Yeah. Um, where is billionaire Ted? You know? I think if you're going to bring him in for the Chicago show, you know, a good option is Miro. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's a title picture match. It, it'll have its own buzz. I don't think it'll overshadow the page Omega because if you look at the titanium core, they are boner hard for this feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that the AEW crowds different to a WWE crowd have the mental capability to be excited for more than one thing at a time. You know, as you saw on Monday Night Raw, there were Hard for fucking Goldberg for fuck's sake. Just, just once so, it's not Sean Spears, just don't be Sean <laughs> fucking Spears. Yeah. I'm hoping it isn't a WWE guy, you know, like a Rusev or whatever. Yeah. I'm hoping it's like a Darby Allen or, you know, someone new, something we haven't that's, seen before. That's why I thought Starks. Darby Allen would be good. So that, yeah. I'm, yeah. I have my head on Starks now. Sting. <laughs> Sting and Punk. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd be worried if they gave him like a, an AW native because, you know, is he going to lose his first match there? Oh, fuck no. 
then no. if he's going to win, is he going to bury an AEW native? So you need to be careful of, of who you're picking as well. So that's just something I'd throw in there. Hmm. Find a fit. Just 50 50 it. W have it right all along. It's fine. Yeah. Get right back. <laughs> Protect <laughs> everyone, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky against D. Brian fucking Punk. There you go. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page do nothing for me, lads. I don't know what. Really? Vanilla, yeah. I don't know. There's something in a land of, like, or in a company full of lads that are showing lots of personality and stuff. I just, I don't know. I'm not there yet with them. Don't know what it is. I've always been a fan of Scorpio Sky. Uh, Ethan Page, I didn't like when he came in, but he won me over with the Darby Allen feud. I thought he was quite good in that. Mm. Um, but again, there's a lot of moving parts against them. The I just time. there's nothing. Uh, there, not, there was not. There's nothing there to excite me about those lads. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, cool, they're having a match. I'd be like, oh, why are you not on dark type of thing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here on the big show? <laughs> um, Go back to developmental, please. Yeah. <laughs> All people got angry again because Tony Khan made a dig. We like the digs, damn it! More digs. What, what dig did he make this time? Uh, it wasn't even a dig we don't have yeah, a performance like, center here this is our performance center yeah he was, was introducing dark or whatever before the show you know they tape all the matches before the live shows and stuff yeah. I didn't think it was much of a dig it was just he said we don't have a performance center you're our performance center type thing yeah. and if it was a dig it was pretty weak and it was fine who cares Yeah, more of it more of it I want Vince McMahon doing promos about Tony Khan let's get back to the good old days <laughs> anyway uh that's Punk. Brian, well, before, okay, Punk, do you think it's happening? Yes. I, is I think this, this, is the clo- this is the most likely it's ever been to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking so. Well, um, the rumor is that it's signed, sealed, and delivered. Um, people are speculating that this is going to be the return, or not the return, but the, the surprise reveal at the Arthur Ashe show in September. In New Bryan's York, no sense. Like you can do Daniel Bryan. Actually, how's Daniel Bryan's mm. contract Bryan status for born. Daniel Bryan? Yeah. yeah, I think he's just let his contract um, expire, so he doesn't have a non-compete. Hmm. He doesn't know. Um, but Bryan is supposedly the surprise for the New York show. That makes sense. With Bryan Punk, I'm. I think is going to happen. I think there's a lot of smoke to the fire here. Bryan, I'll believe it when I see it. Kind of thing. I, I just. I saw today someone mentioned he was pulled from the 2K game, and there's no merch planned for him, and all this sort of stuff. Sure, there's a little bit of smoke there, but it seems like it seems too big. He we literally was just in the WrestleMania main event. I just I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I'd be more confident of Punk than see, Brian the, at the moment. The way I'd look at it, right? Which is and, amazing when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful thing, and this isn't trying to blow smoke up anyone's hole or take down anyone, but WWE for fucking decades and years of what we've been used to is them signing people to exclusive contracts where they're tied in for X amount of years and you know that's them only in the Fed. AEW can offer people deals where they can work elsewhere and the forbidden door has been busted wide open. So even if you're talking, okay, Daniel Bryan, is he going to sign for AEW or not? Doesn't really matter as long as he's an, in a, an agreement or a partnership to work with them. So he might only yeah. be there, like even for a Zack Ryder deal for five matches or he might sign a... a, a kind of an open deal where he can work New Japan, Ring of Honor if he wanted to, select indies. You know, it's never been a better time to be a non-fed wrestler because you have so many options. And it looks like the major promoters are willing to let the top stars move around a lot because 
everyone benefits. They see the benefit of allowing it. That's what Happy we days. said they should have done years ago when we yeah. first started this. This is exactly what we said needed to happen for anyone to have a chance. Yeah, we booked it. it. Finally, we booked this. Yeah, long term. We, we planned this out years ago. <laughs> Even to, we were like, yeah, they should form this company called All Elite Wrestling. We saw this all coming. It's um, ironic because they're not all elite. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. The Get it? Get it? Um, yeah. It, it, it's exciting times. These are massive, massive names. Like this is, it's like when, I suppose when Angle or Sting went to TNA, you're like, oh, holy shit. That's a big fucking name. Like Booker T even, you know, there was big, massive names. It's kind of reminding me of that now. Let's let see if they can Miro, Let me Miro the Christian Cage. I, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Black and Miro are just that level underneath Kurt Angle and Cuzzy and Punk style, but you know. Um, it's gas, they're, still, I think, they're still playing their craft, you know, they'll get there. I yes. think maybe a year or two ago, I think even just in the infancy of AEW, we were kind of fantasy booking, okay, well, they can't sign everyone we were saying at the time, which is obviously true, which is fair enough for, for, for AEW, but we were saying, okay, well, who can they sign? Or if they had the option to take people, who would they take? And I think we all kind of came to the agreement that, okay, looking at it objectively, your Alistair Blacks, your Andrades, your Rusevs, these are guys who can work, who can wrestle, who yep. fit in well. I'm, like, I'd love to go back and listen to who we actually said because I'd be fairly nailed on those three were, we were all in agreement for. I can because guarantee you we definitely mentioned Black and Rusev anyway. Oh, 100%. We've been yeah. talking those guys up for years. Exactly. Like we, we obviously were, were smart enough to know they're not going to go for the company guys like the Reigns and the Rollinses. Mm. I don't know if they'd want them. Maybe yeah. a Reigns, but I don't think they'd want Rollins. Uh, yeah, you know, I was... I always thought back then, like just to touch back on what you had, the three guys you mentioned, Andrade is the only one we wouldn't, I don't think we would have been thinking will go, only because they struggle with the Latino market. And Charlotte as well. We thought he'd be yeah. staying with us, yeah. Charlotte. Yeah, there was too many things pointing to that. So the fact that he made the jump was big. To me, that, mm-hmm. was, that was the start of a big jump. It was yeah. him going. So if you think in the last year, they have gotten Andrade, Miro, Black, um, Christian, potentially Punk, potentially Brian. They are huge people to sign over, and people who have major chips on their shoulders for being either underutilized, underappreciated, uh, and probably underpaid as well. So if they're coming into the main competition with this chip on their shoulder, I think watch out because they'll want to make sure that the Fed will eat their words on it. Oh yeah. And yeah. they now officially have Thunder Rosa on the women's side to finally have, you know, her being able to have a proper run. Brit is on fire at the moment. And Fuego. Um, legit, she's, her, her promos are fucking phenomenal lately. Um, she's just taken it to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. The, that match this week was fucking terrible. Oh, uh, something come from behind me, I don't know what happened. Um, that, that match was been that match this week was fucking terrible, but her promos have been absolutely amazing. So bad. Um, so bad. I wouldn't say terrible. Oh, oh it was terrible. I, I would say it no, was it no, was sloppy no, on fit. behalf. No, you won't get no. <laughs> it, it. It is winning worst match of the week over Lashley Kofi. It is. It is probably uh, winning worst match of the week over Cross Jeff because that wasn't long enough to qualify. <laughs> yeah, at least the women's match was. You know, it went on a bit. Um, um, Anyway, you know, it's funny, Switchblade came over to Impact, or like, what What was that, like six months ago, or what was like a, uh, Saturday yeah. night, Steve. Did you hear the promo he cut last I night? Got, 
I did. Yeah, I did. Good shit, pal. Um, I only I, saw it on Twitter, now to be fair. But oh yeah, I I get he's not everyone's cup of tea, but I big Jay White fan. Mm. I really yeah. am. Um, hey, we saw him on OTT a few years ago against he who shall not be named. Yeah, uh, against unnamed number three, I believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are you Ryan? No, no, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Velveteen like, Dream, which one? <laughs> oh, oh, Velveteen Dream. Funny you should mention. Did you oh, see this? Quick booking. Quick booking. Oh, Velveteen. He had a very quick booking. Uh, had Velveteen Dream in some shindy show. I don't know who they were. Um, SJW was it or SW something? Doesn't matter. It was SJW? That's a really SJW. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably ironic. a bad show. Get it? <laughs> he shouldn't have taken that booking. Uh, but they announced Velveteen Dream was going to wrestle at some show somewhere, and within two hours they had cancelled the show and started deleting tweets. <laughs> so Dream is finished. Lads. Was a naive Booker thinking he'd get away with it, or is yeah. this a very savvy Booker who thought, you know, worst case scenario, if shit does kick up, I'll just knock him off the card and play the good guy. Uh, yeah, a bit of publicity, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think this, t- like Velveteen Dream, I guess the only way you can have him is for him to show up as a surprise, but then you run the risk of people going crazy and asking for refunds. Or it works under a mask. Yeah. El can Vel- he come back? El, El Velvo Dream. <laughs> <laughs> can he, like, what can Velveteen Dream do now? Like, the, I guess we need to find Not out. Touch kids. It, it, you definitely shouldn't <laughs> touch kids or message kids, allegedly. Um, no, no, but, there's yeah. no allegedly needed there. You definitely should not be messaging kids. Oh, you definitely should not. What I mean is that um, his accusations are alleged. But uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, he could do time. That's probably what he could do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Is what's the story with like the legal side of this? What is he? I assume he's, he's in a, a battle, or is he in no, the clear, think, or what's I, going on? From again, this is going off rumors and shit I've read on Twitter, so this could be wrong. But apparently, because of whatever state he was residing in at the time where he was messaging this guy, it Florida. technically is legal. Oh, uh, what? Because the stage in that your man is literally is apparently seen as of age in that. Ah, the old Marty Scarl defense. Yeah, I think oh, it's like I think, I think it was a sixteen-year-old, and the legal age is sixteen or some weird shit. Or he so basically because of the state he was residing in when he sent the messages, it's good. Even though he used his number from when he was in Washington, which if he was in Washington, it wouldn't have been legal or something fucked up like that. But it's basically because of where he was residing. I think he's getting away with it. That's what I read on Twitter. I could be very wrong on that, but that's the stories that I've read a couple of times now. So. Mm. Fucked up either way. Either way, piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not literally. Yeah. Please don't. Cool, cool, cool. Um, anyway, Switchblade is there. That's good. Then yep. there was wrestling this week. There was. There was a pay per view this was. week. Oh, we yeah. have live fans back since the last time we've done a fucking pod. Was two Are Edge and Roman Reigns still wrestling or what's going on? They're still. That match was long. Why does Edge need to have half an hour matches every single time? He's old. Why does anyone? Why does anyone? And I'm going to put it out there. Roman is boring AF. <gasps> oh. Sir, you're gone, to, you're gone down the rabbit hole now. You've gone... How dare you? You've gone too far into the Voices of Wrestling universe. And uh, we have to bring you back. <laughs> like uh, Roman's, uh, Roman, Roman's objective of, you know, being the bad, being the heel guy is just slowing down, like, 
to one-fifth of normal rate. No, just be better at being a bad guy. Don't make everything so pedestrian. I don't know. It's a load of bollocks. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, there's two lads really feeling themselves there and getting way too much time. And it, I lost, I stopped paying attention about 10 minutes in, I have to be honest. It's like, it shouldn't have like, gone that long. Like, we no. knew that Reigns was retaining. We yeah. didn't need to see a 46-year-old Edge have a 33-minute match. This is a perfect example of where you can have a 10-minute competitive squash. Or just a fucking all-out fucking balls-to-the-wall fight. Yeah. Which we've seen and Roman have many times. Like, ultimately, it, was, it, was, it should have been, like you said, a 10-minute fucking barn burner, a battle of the spears, and nobody could, hit, nobody could hit it. Until Roman hits his, boom, game over. Roman Spear is the dominant spear. He's the big dog. He's the head of the table. Why do we have to drag these things out over and over again? Because I guess because they're on a pay per view because they cancel the match. But mm. pay per view was four and a half hours, including pre show. And it started at one A fucking M. Motherfuck. Yeah, they're back to the 8 p.m. starts. It's annoying. Uh, go back to the 7 Eastern start please Vince you were on to something there you should have kept your 2.5 hour pay-per-views and your 7pm starts it was perfect but here we have it anyway um, anyway money yeah. in the bank women's money in the bank worst money in the bank match ever it was, it was very sloppy mm-hmm. sloppy jalopy I did like the ending yeah. though that was I hated ending. the ending Really? I'm go- I hate it for the same reason you like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it, I know wrestling typically, you know, is a very object- subjective art and people can like dislike different things. But I thought the fact that uh, Nikki A.S.H., terrible fucking name, terrible gimmick, yes. was able to climb up and nobody noticed. They were all distracted, fighting each other. Maybe so instead of had hypnotized them fits, okay? You know, oh, to get rid of their just... peripheral vision. That was so bad. The this was the worst match of the week. And I'll die no. on that hill. No. Mm, no, no. The no. two worst matches of the week both were women's matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sexist pig. <laughs> no, they can just be... No. no, they can just do better. Wow. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah. Cool. Charlotte won another title. And ah, then... Charlotte wins, lol. One, to be fair... On the flip side, one of my favorite matches of the week. Yeah, that I actually was thought great. this was a fucking amazing mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. Especially match. The, the second half of it, especially because the crowd obviously were little shitting over the start with all their chance of Becky, mm-hmm. but they completely mm-hmm. turned around and had the crowd fully into it by the end. And just Which like led how then me and to, um, Nick disagreed, we very much agreed that the only way that Charlotte should hit the natural selection from now on is off the second or top rope. Yeah, it 100%. looked legit, whereas her usual one looks dumb AF. Mm-hmm. that doc said that's breath rope mm-hmm. breath rope yeah <laughs> um was this led then to nikki uh nikki ash and sorry nikki ash not allowed to say ash anymore she um, sounds so close to ass she's a yeah. nice man <laughs> <laughs> so she cashed in on charlotte then to end the show i thought that raw was going so poorly and that pissed so many people off i was convinced they were gonna have a failed cash in yeah absolutely convinced because apparently the story earlier in the day was that you know, the plan, I should say, earlier in the day was Becky was supposed to come out at the end. They changed their mind. You, you what, mate? They changed yeah. their mind? 
but maybe she shows up on SmackDown. I don't Either know. Either that or they're going Becky Charlotte, but they figured it doesn't need a title. Hmm. You, squeeze, you squeeze one extra Charlotte title reign in, she gets a bit closer to Rick's record. You can do Nikki against whoever, and then you have Charlotte versus Becky, which is going to be the real women's feud on Raw. I've and seen it so many hard. times, I wish they wouldn't do it again. Yep. But I really am oh, confused hey by dog. this. Um... Nikki <laughs> <Mickey> Hash. <laughs> but like the, the Becky return is possibly the most easily booked easiestly easiest booked return ever. She was forced to relinquish a title because she was pregnant. Her return should be her saying, Whoever you are as champion, I never lost that. Give me it back. Give me your belt. Give me your belt. Give me your belt. That is all you have to do. So what are they really gonna do then? Oh God, fucking knows! Like, it actually, <laughs> ma- it actually made sense for Charlotte to hold that belt if Becky was returning to Raw, because Becky would have the face pop, and she'd have the rightful claim to be champion because she had never lost it. Not what like, they're gonna do. This shit is easy. What they're gonna do is they're gonna hold her off TV for another couple of months so they can do an international tour, and then we're gonna get an actual Raw being taped in Dublin. It's the closest they're going to get for her, and they're literally going to have her drop. They're going to have her lose in her surprise return in Dublin. Billy Gordo thinking we're allowed <laughs> indoors to events. <laughs> well, we know we're going to hold on for a few months. <laughs> Try years. Co- this country is riddled with COVID again. Steve, you'll be riddled. there with your, fold- your printed off folded out passport. Folded printed out digital passport. Yeah, yes. your printed yeah. folded out folded. digital passport. Did, did you see the website that they they launched today to get to request a cert if you ha- you've had COVID in the last six months? That the cert- your cert- certificate. Certificate is the URL. They 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 <laughs> misspelled the domain name. Oh, so two lads went off, bought the actual domain, and now have <laughs> the link to the real one on the site. I seem to remember someone in the chat buying a, a link that would direct back to WrestlingSoup.com. <laughs> a certain massive wrestling company. <laughs> that was very funny. Oh, that was that was actually genius. I can't believe they didn't buy the domain. They announced the whole company. They never bought the domain. Oh no! It's like fifteen quid a year. Oh yeah, it was uh, AEW. Yeah. I don't know what one it was AEW.com or all elite wrestling.com or something. And he went to it, it went to wrestlingsoup.com. Phenomenal stuff. Um, I'm a fan of shithousery. That was some of the finest shithousery I have ever witnessed. That is shithousery. I love it. Um, Money in the bank, we got to get through. Okay, so money in the bank happened. Cool. Um, It's not really much. Slamversary was actually a good show, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, um, it. fun to watch something different. I love I love watching like Ring of Honor or Impact pay per views because they're always so different. We, you know, we're so used to WWE pay per views, but Petey Williams can still go. Petey Williams can still fucking go. That's oh, what yeah. is wrong oh the world. fucking Canadian destroyer off the top of the Ultimate X oh, structure thingy. That was scary. Holy shit! Um, um, Ultimate X matches are always fun. They're a car crash, but I just I always yeah. love watching no, them. Even no, if I don't watch the product the rest of the year, I will yeah. watch every time there's an Ultimate X match. Uh, Mickey James came back. That was prob- probably the biggest of the returns, uh, I guess. The worst, the worst back knee since uh, Snitsky. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, Big Cass is on the juice. He is. He is just gulping down the OJ right now. Allegedly. Um, alle- well, he's enjoying a bit of sunlight, know. as the Man City players. Hella back knee. Hella back knee <laughs> happening here. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Omega dragged a good match out of Sammy Callahan against all the best, all the odds. But, um, <laughs> it was fun. Fun match. Uh, it, hardcore played, match, essentially. Yeah, I think Kenny played a lot of Sammy's strengths in there. He gave, he gave, yeah. Sammy, a, he gave Sammy a lot in this match. Um, Sammy harsh on Sammy. I didn't mean it that bad, but... Yeah, no, it's the no, other it's, Sammy you wanted to be hard shot, wrong Sammy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steve just hears the name Sammy and is like, I have to, I have to hate him. <laughs> um, yeah, so Thunder Rosa was the surprise. Yeah, Thunder Rosa was Deanna's uh, surprise op- uh, opponent, which led then to Mickey James coming out. Deanna thinking you're stealing my uh, Thunder here. So Deanna Perazzo is going to fight Mickey James at NWA's pay per view. The all women's pay per view, I'd imagine, is where they're heading with that. Yep. Yes, Empowerer. Empowerer. Test levels of back knee, I'd say worse. I'd say worse yeah, than test. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, he is. He, if you put a pin in him, he's going to float away. Just thinks uh, Jinder Mahal on steroids. On mm-hmm. steroids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jinder. Yeah. It's actually worse than Jinder's back knee. <laughs> it really is. Test and TNA. I don't even oh, remember. Oh, oh no! It may, it may not. It may not be TNA yeah. test. Okay. It, WWE te- it's worse than WWE test it may not be TNA test levels actually that's a good show Jay, right. that's a really good so show I wonder why test didn't uh, live longer what's a wow. shame man I like yeah. I really like the test I thought it's it, I thought it, maybe Kelly Kelly can go to a seance and find out holla holla oh, uh, and to keep her away from showing up at another fucking Royal Rumble considering she can't even run the fucking road you shut your whore mouth yeah, well, Stop reminding me of that shit. You, you can um, enjoy her career, but still fits. No. Um, Nick Gage showed up on Dynamite. Nick motherfucking Gage. Who I has this one in the AEW bingo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, that's one person I never thought he'd be show up on at either of the companies. Be, I yeah. definitely knew he wouldn't show up at WWE, but I didn't think they'd bring him on AEW either. Uh, definitely not to fight Chris Jericho on a fucking hardcore mm. match next week. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, I've seen some discourse today on Twitter as usual. Of course. Uh, some people don't want him there. Other people are defending bank robberies. It's just, I don't really know what to say to it. I just kind of sit back. I have no opinion on it. I just feel like, okay, well, it was exciting. He's not going to no. be allowed to. But did, did Jericho steal Zack Ryder's thunder? Because tomorrow night is the, the match of the century. Matt Cardona <laughs> versus Nick Gage in a death match. Um, yeah, look cool i'm going to want to see that tomorrow yeah hmm i'm going to want to see that tomorrow Mm -hmm. i'm going to yeah i'm working i'm working this weekend unfortunately but i'm going to i'm not i don't think i'm working until 11 both days so i should be grand to watch them uh it's kind of thing i'll only watch live i can't see myself sitting down tomorrow to watch it kind of thing i'll want to see twitter's reaction to it yeah exactly yeah it's one of those uh you have to be there things Yeah, um, but if Nick Gage is number two, what the fuck is three, four, and five? Fandango. That's the interesting thing. I saw this, people saying they want Fandango. <laughs> That's actually genius. Um, like, if Nick Gage is two, what's five? That's will, he, will he get to five? Yeah, Great have, Muda. Mm. You'll have to be both members of FTR at some point. Yeah, I said it actually the I think it was on That'd be a Discord. handicap match. That's probably the last one. Yeah. They're going to do WWF No Mercy career mode booking with some of this. It'll be a handicap match against FTR for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I saw this earlier. The Rolling Loud stage collapsed and SmackDown what? is supposed to be showing matches from there tonight. <laughs> I'm guessing they're taping during the day and they're splicing them into the live show because they're on front of fans tonight, aren't they? 
Yeah, that's bronze. Are, yeah. That's bronze Strowman's return, lads. Spoilers. Get off the stage. The monster train is coming through. Uh, this is Raw twenty five, where they cut between like the the arena and oh the yeah, ballroom. Hammerstein ballroom. Or Manhattan Center, wasn't it? Manhattan, Manhattan Center. Center was, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm guessing they learned from that. I know, lol, they never do. But surely they're going to have dark matches while those matches are happening on TV. Because you're not going to... Imagine, it's the second show back for SmackDown. You know, it's your third live event in 15 yeah. months. And you start showing tape matches on the screen to 15,000 people sitting in a venue. Uh, on paper... I mean, three weeks ago, this would have been like, hey, do the whole show from there. Is the Thunderdome there? No. <laughs> do not have Apollo cut a, a promo before that match. Oh, God, imagine the booing. So, for context, Antex is in the chat here on Discord. If you want to join our Discord, please go to, uh, if you look up the Ashley AW pod on Twitter, you'll find a link to our Discord there and you can join our live fun. Uh, but he's put in the chat, rolling loud in Miami matches is Bianca versus Carmella. Okay, fair enough. And Apollo versus Big E. You cannot give Apollo a fucking microphone before this match. He's in front of non-wrestling fans. He's going to offend someone. Where did Declan go? I don't know. A <laughs> um, couple of fresh matchups there. Apollo and Big E. It's what they do best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carmella lost last week, like, clean. But here we have it. Anyway... Um, that was us I covering AWS. <laughs> I think potentially Bianca beats Carmella to retain, obviously. Mm-hmm. And maybe Becky comes out to challenge Bianca. You know, Bianca's saying she's the best oh, of all these things. You're not doing that mm-hmm. in front of a not live wrestling crowd. Mm. Yeah. You shouldn't. But <laughs> True. Uh, oh, it's Tony Storm yeah, debuting tonight. Yeah, yeah she's, she's this week, yeah. They're going to do really like Tony. Tonight. It's going to be 7, 8 million viewers for SmackDown tonight. No problem. <laughs> All from Steve's apartment. I was going to say, Reen is logging in on every device he has. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, they, you know, they say the show you had, you'll get the ratings for it next week type thing. So yeah, SmackDown, 12, 15 million viewers as soon as Tony Storm shows up. Good yeah. times. And pop, um, pop 20 million next week when, you know, as you said, you get the aftermath. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um... John Moxley yeah. loses the uh, US title to uh, Lance Archer in a uh, match. Great match. Yeah. Fun yeah. times. Um, so it was the right yeah, move as well. was, Yeah, they had to do it. He couldn't lose another big match. They had to do it. But I was surprised because the story was that he doesn't have a contract with New Japan right now. So I thought to keep the title on Moxley because he's got a working relationship. So maybe he drops it back pretty quick, maybe. And Lance has been in New Japan for a long time before moving to AEW, so the mm. relationship there is good. So I'd yeah, say probably. with the fact that New Japan can't really run shows at the minute with the state of emergency over in Japan and the fact that, you know, you say that after that, they have a show in the Tokyo Dome in like two days. I know. Oh, they're still unsure <laughs> if fans will actually be allowed to attend it or not. Like there is even still debate if the Olympics will be cancelled, even though it started today. So it's just mm, yeah. a shit There's show over there for people asking for the Olympics to be cancelled. I saw that today. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, they're fucked. Like their their vaccination is way behind what like we are. Like we're legitimately one of the best in the world. We take it for granted over here how good things are. Uh, but yeah, they're having a bad time over there. But yeah, I, like the fact that everything is stateside, 
they've got uh, New Japan Strong on YouTube. They're having their show in the oh, what's it called? The Cow Dome, Cowbell Dome. What's it? The Cow, Cow Arena, Dome. Cow Palace. I was going to get there eventually. <laughs> they, they have that show. I think is it next September. Oh, so they're, they're obviously going to tease uh, something for that. Um, and the fact that they'll, they'll need some stateside wrestlers to bump that card up makes sense that Lance Archer would win. And from an AW point of view, like you said, Steve, he needed to win a belt. Mm-hmm. Just because he wins all his other matches and then he gets to the champ, the champion and he gets bitched out. So, yeah, Antox in August 14th is their show. So that's less than a month away. So they definitely need something for that. I think they've teased mm. something big for that show, whether it's like a potentially elite returning. I'm not too sure, but they have to do something big for it. Something's happening with Bullet Club at the moment because they're doing it across two different shows now. Yeah. So there's something going on there. Bullet Club is fine. Bullet Club is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Okay, <laughs> Tama. Throwback. Uh, yeah, you could end up with uh, Elite versus BC on one of those shows. I'm thinking Tony Khan wants that match, though, and I think he'll put up the money for it. He'll want it, but I think taking his business head out of it and putting a fan hat on, it makes more sense for that match to happen in a New Japan arena. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. And I I would hope that at this stage, with the fact that the the forgiven or forgiven door, forbidden door, geez, I can't word today, the fact Mm -hmm. that that's been blown open, I think there has to be a lot more grace shown by companies to, you know, can't demand to have all the big matches on your show you have to play ball and let common sense come into the equation Mm. Um, because if you start demanding big shows or big matches for your shows relationships can break down very quickly yep yep um versus hikaleo next week now for the title he's a big motherfucker yeah big boy he is hot son yeah yeah yeah. Brother of Tamatonga? Yeah, or the cousin? What the fuck is Haku's problem? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting all the throwbacks in tonight, lads. <laughs> all the old BT throwbacks. Um, oh, BT, we never touched on that either with the Matt Hardy pop. Putting over again? Kenny Omega better than Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Oh, name name dropping. got angry. Yeah. yeah. I'm all for it. This is where we want our snared, snarky comments. More well, of it, please. How could they not see that that was a bit? I, I don't get. Yeah. So people are crazy. I don't people know. don't understand satire, Steve. Seven one. Good lord. Yeah, <laughs> a big lad. Archer six eight looking up at someone. Jesus Christ. Um, can he move and sell like almost though? That's really what we need to, oh, <laughs> we need to find Christ. out. Oh, oh man, he's rough. Um, Zaya Lee. Pretty rough ending to that match. Oh, poor girl. Yeah. Um, remind me, what, what was this? The senton, wasn't it? The, it's kind of like the, the twisting, the, the, essentially the twisting fucking Vader bomb, basically, wasn't it? Something like that. It was some senton that basically landed full force down on Zaylee's ribs. The ref stopped it for a while. You know, it kind of kept them away from each other. And then, I don't know who came up with the idea for her to choke slam her for a finish. <laughs> it was a terrible idea where she could potentially have broken ribs already, and they did that. Uh, yeah, that was that was rough, but um, That's not pretty. Not pretty. The, NXT yeah, did nothing did, for me this week, lads. Some, for some reason, we're getting Frankie Monet against Mandy Rose as well. Why is that? Mm. Why is that a thing? I don't. I don't understand. I don't know. 
I like Odyssey Who Jones. Knows? He seems fun. Odyssey Jones seems fun. I just, I, I, Frankie, Mandy, why? Frankie is better than that. Like, Frankie deserves better. Cameron Graham Mandy Rose was even brought good. down there. Yeah, yeah, actually, that was a good spot. The, you know, the don't punch Drake thing. I wish he wouldn't have done it, though. It's kind of, like, how do you come back from that? I don't know. Hmm. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, the contract was never to punch people in the face. It was just to be a butler. You know, so it seemed a bit like he could have just said outside no, of my responsibilities. Go. Yeah, he could have just said, "No, I'm just going to go pick up your bags." You can't tell me to punch someone. Poor Drake, absolute drive-by on Drake. The Mandy Rose thing. Rumor is that Dana Book is uh, up the duff, prego. Ooh. So that split their tag team, and the I think the move was made quite quick then to get Mandy Rose to NXT to get her a bit of reps in and recycle her. Allegedly, Allegedly. Dragonoff is winning the UK title from Walter. Sir, how dare you? Where's Greta? How oh. oh, dare you? That will be a fantastic match. I'm, I'm so actually going to steal this yeah. show. I'm so show. glad they put it on takeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dragonoff and Walter. Should. Their match from last year is the best WWE match of last year. Mm-hmm. And I will fight anyone who says otherwise. They need um, to take the belt off Walter. They need to move him to somewhere where he's not wrestling once a month in front of 17 people in the UK. Yeah, you know what, no Jordan, people I, those, They have not fans, have they? have not fans. No, I'm talking about the television audience. Ah, true. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and nonce group. That, that was ah. a phenomenal little exchange there. It wasn't even scripted. <laughs> what a burial of NXT UK. An anonymous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wrestling in front of BT employees that have to keep the lights <laughs> on. That's the, in the BT studio. That's the latest. Cracking cans here, boys. But anyway. You do oh, you, boo. Walter, yeah, Walter needs to be on TV. Walter Jordan, is too good. Yeah, Jordan and Antox shouting out here, though. That the UK title has never changed hands in the UK. No, every time, <laughs> every time, every time they decide they want to change it, they bring it over to the US. Uh, Dragonoff, um, Michaels and Triple H are big fans of Dragonoff, apparently, so. And look, they mm. might get a, uh, they might get Walter to hang around for a month in the US and do a month of NXT. Mm. Which will always be good. Did talk about the Wait, best, the best thing out of NXT though this week. Oh, Joe and and, Joe uh, and Cross. Cross. Yeah, I didn't watch NXT, so tell me, tell me the deets. Paint me a picture here. So, <sighs> Joe is waiting for Cross. So he comes out to open the show, whatever. And Regal says that, listen, you, you, this is not why you came back. I don't want violence. The usual, usual stuff. Joe, then you see Joe cut into the show every half hour or so or whatever. Joe was standing at the door of the performance center waiting for a cross to arrive. At the end of the show, Joe came out. Correct me if I'm wrong in any of this. I'm just coming from memory here. End of the show, Joe came out and he's calling out cross. Uh, I don't know what led him to the back. Was there a video played or something like that? Video played. Yeah. Yeah, the video played. So basically, uh, cross took out William Regal. And there was this fantastic shot of Regal's head just on the pavement as Cross just goes off and gets in his car and speeds off. And Joe just misses him. Excellent stuff. But Cross ran away like a bitch. Yeah. I, I'd say more he he took out the guy. And now yeah. Joe's going to be real mad. Really, and spoiler really alert, I'm sure it's not a spoiler, but a spoiler for the tapings. The match is official. Yeah. And, has, and, and the spot that make it official have to be taped twice. Yes. Yep. Because exactly. of the amount of hardy chants that were aimed his way. Mm-hmm. Because they had to make a fucking hames of the man on Raw. 
Well, what are you going to do? They heard not actually this not to lose to Jeff Hardy on Raw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It didn't happen. Different. It's a different shark. It's a different multiverse, as Fitz would say. That's that's what I'm going with. Nothing that happened on Raw affects anything on NXT. I need I need at least one good show from this company. Uh, but yeah, I'm assuming Joe um, beats him for the title. I, the one thing I and kind of throw back to the earlier conversations. NXT averages around what 750,000 viewers a week, Pretty according much, yeah. to the ratings. Raw averages 1.5 to 1.7 million a week. So roughly speaking, less than or even just slightly less than half of the Raw audience presumably watches NXT. I think there's obviously fair to say a large crossover between the two. How do you expect nearly half of your fans to watch one show to watch another and expect different results from the same people? Mind-boggling stuff. This is why I'm thinking... Even though we made it 24-7, I'm thinking they do have some sort of plan and that was done for oh, a reason. Oh no, of course they don't. Don't be stupid. I'm telling they must have something. They've got to have something with Scarlet coming back. This was, this was fucking written into the fucking script around about three hours after my fucking show started. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's because they're stupid. That's why. Exactly, Homer. Homer knows. Thanks, Homer. Homer, our raw correspondent. Um... I, I accept your criticism of my words. <laughs> I totally understand <laughs> that. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there has to be something there. I want to there believe there to. is. But no. But it still deserves a 24-7. And, oh, and look, yeah, lads, yeah. lads. Triple H said that the Charlotte Rhea thing will make sense in a few months' time. We just got to give it time. You got to have patience here. And it did. It didn't happen. We found out that the match never happened. Good, Good times. Raw was an event. Raw happened. We've talked about pretty much all of Raw anyway, so I don't want to waste any time. Not yeah. necessarily uh, going to put it down as a 24-7, but is this the worst Raw they could have put on with yes. the fact it was their first Raw back in front of fans in 15 months? Yes. 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 Pretty close, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I you would have capped it off with a failed cash-in. I think that's the only thing that could have made it worse. And I was convinced that's what was going to happen. How, and, I, and to be fair... How, how does Vince, Bruce, whoever the fuck else is in charge back there, put this down on the back of a cigarette packet at five minutes to showtime and think, yeah, pal, this is going to be good. This is going to be a good show. This is such good shit. Then you going into the show, they either had Becky to close the show or uh, they were going to use Nikki to cash in and that's all they gave a shit about. They were going to get through what they wanted to do, booking against what the fans want and then sending them home happy with literally one of the two things. And why was Cena on Raw promoting his match against Roman, a SmackDown star? Uh, I heard a great phrase. I think it was Denise Salcedo came up with it. I was listening to Fightful. The Sister yeah. Wives. The wives. heard this one? The yeah. Sister Wives for USA and Fox. <laughs> So you oh, was like, yeah. well, you got a hell of a cell match. So we want to have a hell of a cell yeah. match. So Cena was coming back. They were like, well, you're not. Like, I would have done the same anyway. I would have, you had to capitalize. That was a viral event, Cena coming back on Sunday night. Uh, so you had to do something yeah. with him. But, but don't yeah, I'm all put in on this the, phrase, sister wives. Don't put the Roman thing straight away. You know, tease that he might go after Lashley. Make him relevant for a role for a week or two before switching him on to Roman. Ah, promo. Promo's grand. Yeah, all good. Promo. He's an overhyped, overexposed gimmick who thinks he's overfit. That's, mm-hmm. That's fine. Our two title matches at SummerSlam feature John Cena in one and Goldberg in the other. Oh, so, just but, like the last 15 months mean nothing. 
Oh, both titles <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, they spent all this time not building someone up. We're like four so. and a half weeks early, but uh, we, we, we've seen title retentions across the board on this, yeah? <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Cena's not winning. Goldberg's not winning. That's Goldberg's last match on his contract. Thank God. Well, apparently, so, Cena is not needed for that film that he's supposed to be recording for a couple of months. They're saying. So the maybe. Rock is. I'm the rumor say, is out that The Rock is appearing at Survivor Series because it's is it 25 years since his debut or some shit like that or that'd be relevant. It would be uh, something like that. Just yeah, like Charlotte was the parody of Cena wins lol. I think we're going to have the return of Cena wins, lol. Lucky number 17. Hmm. I don't know what's happening here. It's all not coming through. Yeah, my pain, you know it. Um, They give, so they take away. That was, this was the week of the give, so they take away. That was, it summed up different. What did they give us that they took away from? Cena. You got Cena and you got Big and Big E winning the Money in the Bank. I was so happy then. I was like, "Oh no, what are they going to do?" <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm not supposed to feel happy. It's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the minute Big E cashes in, I should have felt a disturbance in the force. Going, oh no, something horrible is going to happen to Carrion Cross tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> mark, mark, mark this alleged wrestling podcast. What are we? Two o six, two o seven, seven. I think seven. Two o six. Two o six. Because last week was point two o five live. Yeah. No, we're, no, I'm looking at my desktop where I have the files here. It's 207. This week's yeah, 207. 207. Yeah. Is last week's that 205? 207. No. Roughly an hour no, and a half. No, it was two weeks ago. I was on that one. Yeah. It was two. It was two. You're right. Big E fails cash in against Roman. Lol. No. I can't take that. He I don't fails. think I can take any more heartbreak. <laughs> he, he, he fails to cash in, then goes on to win the Rumble, jumps to Raw, and wins the Raw title at Mania. Oh, mm. I just think it would be hilariously WWE to book someone who's incredibly over who the fans really want to win something big and become a main event star arguably one of the biggest stars they could ever have and they throw him to roman he's got it all as well he looks like a wrestler he can work like hell he has everything you want i just (laughs) you know what's gonna happen and heal 100 he's done it all feel it Feel it in your waters. Stuff it fits. No, I can't. Can't take it. I can't take something like that. I just, I, I, that's just pissing money away as well. And that's another thing. On top of having all the looks and all the credentials, he's a merch machine as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, oh no. What are they going to do? Uh, two, two seconds as long as, uh, m- memory for Kofi Kingston, who got absolutely obliterated this weekend. I'm guessing uh, just gone. I think Big E is going to cash in on Lashley. Oh, he should. Line. 100% should avenge his fallen mm-hmm. brothers from the New Day. Yeah. 100% that's what no, should not happen. Not even just that, just so he gets his match against Goldberg. Exactly. Goldberg. Why doesn't he cash in? <laughs> just, straight in just straight up cash in at the start of the match. The triple threat match. Triple threat match. <laughs> Bobby, get out of here. <laughs> I want this. Big meaty men slap meat. Big meaty men slap meat. Um, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, SmackDown is there, but uh, that was so long ago. Um, best match, worst match. Time to get the fudge out of here. Best match, I would probably give to the Texas Step match. I'd go the men's money in the bank. That was fun. 
I was a toss up between the two. I think the men's yeah. money in the bank just shades it, but the Texas Death Match was a hell of fun. Mm. Yeah, I go for a tie between the two. Oh, get off the fence, you son of a bitch. How are the splinters no. in your arse? Uh, prickled. Prickled. <laughs> uh, worst match, I'd go Baker and Nyla. Yeah, we never day. see that game again or that game. That match is. Let's not have that match anymore. They they have no chemistry, and we've seen it three times or whatever. Question now. for you now. Obviously, you, you've all outlined that you disliked this match profusely. What was it in the match that you didn't like, or you know what happened, Lonky, or was there a moment? Clunky yeah. ref not counting the three count at least twice. Mm. Um, positioning a lot of botches. Botches yeah. fuck. They just they don't work well together. They could have shaved no. five minutes off it. Too many false finishes. Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> the, the, three, the, the three count one was interesting because there was one moment where it looked like he was going to count it and the fans thought he did. But he stopped it because I think it was Nyla's shoulder was up after one count. So he had to reset the count. So I think the, that was a case of the ref doing a ref's job rather than count an incorrect pin when her shoulder was up. He reset the count after the shoulder was down again. Up the count. Up the count. So I think that was fair. <laughs> I would agree it was, it was sloppy in bits. I think Nyla suffers from not, you know, being crisp. And she has the kind of the laziness factor about her. Maybe if she was just gassed or something like that. But she was sloppy and slow coming in and out of moves. I don't know if I'd put that on Baker. I would agree with the false finishes. They were trying to build it up probably more than it deserved to be. But then don't book the match. Yeah, but I don't know if I hated it as much as everyone else. I liked the finish. Um, I liked the double swerve with the belt. Uh, yeah, that the, was the, double, the double Eddie spot. I liked that. That was quite good. And it got Baker over strong again. So you know, I didn't hate it. You know, I didn't love it. It was there. It happened. It retained. It's another one on the belt, not on the belt. So fair enough. I still think the women's one in the bank was much worse because of what it could have been and what it should have been, and the ending was absolute aids to me. What I'd say is, if this if that match had happened on Raw and it was Naya, people would have slated it a million times worse than they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Twitter was very quiet about it. Um, our good friends uh, did not use their voice of wrestling to criticize this like they would have done if that was Naya and Mandy Rose or something. I, I was happy to use my voice of wrestling to tweet how I thought that this whole episode of AEW kind of didn't quite hit for me. I thought it was, by their Same. standards, a bit poor. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't enjoy NXT or AEW this week, really. No, it was bad. It was a bad week for midweek wrestling. Um, I think so. Outside of a few big moments on both yeah. shows, but so. yeah. And again, this is by both of their high standards, by the way. Mm. I will say that. <laughs> so both they're both leagues ahead of Raw, obviously. A, a, but, a, bad, yeah. a bad show for them is still better than probably ninety percent of Raws we've seen this week or this, yeah. this week this year. And um, that was the thing. They did one point one something million as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I was five. I saw it in Discord last night. I was like, they've done shows twice as good as that and had half the viewers. I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I guess yeah. now, obviously, NXT are gone, so it's a little bit easier or whatever. But if man. they get the right additions in there and they start fo- and they start cooking properly every week, week on week on week, mm-hmm. that number is going to keep going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's I don't know who was talking. Was it Jimmy Van from Fightful talking about it this week? That the 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 peak for AEW is getting closer and closer to the low of Raw in terms of the numbers. Those are getting closer. So at some stage this year it will happen that at some point in the show, AEW will overtake Raw. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the whole show. They're probably a couple of years away from that yet, but... Ah, man, I don't know. If if, if they have a punk announced for a Dynamite, 
or a post all out dynamite, I think you legitimately have a great shot of dynamite beating Raw. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah. I think they at least get an hour that beats an hour of Raw at some point in the very near future. I really do. I and think the, the Arthur Ashe show has a good chance, even with the what we know so far. Uh, if Punk is announced before it, I think that show is building up to be a genuine pay-per-view level show. Not just one of these pay-per-view in-name shows. I think it, it actually could be pay-per-view after level. All out, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so it has why been... don't you make that the Punk's first match? Don't have him wrestling until then. And also yeah. have plenty and plenty of leaks. Leak it out to the dirt sheets that Brian is showing up at the show. Yeah, I'd agree Our with Punk that. Match, yeah. And you've got Brian all but confirmed by the dirt sheets. And it gives you a three-week build for a Punk match as well, which in their world is more than enough. And then even with just those two things, you've got your really fucking good chance. Throw a... <laughs> oh, sure, you're going to have um, LAX against the Bucks, and LAX are going to win the titles that night as oh, well. Man. So you could... There's a lot of things there that they can build. They could really go after a big number that night. Put a yep. couple of leaks out there. To let them Miro. do the work for you. Eddie Miro opens the show. Eddie and Miro... Oh, man. Jesus, never thought of that. Kick off, Eddie. kick off well, like man, yeah. Start off, yeah. Or even even have Bucks and an LAX. Even either way, yeah. imagine starting the show with a title change with in a Bucks match. Not my cup of tea, but their car crashes and people are going to go nuts for them. So <laughs> I'm amazed. If, I am amazed the Bucks haven't had a six minute match, so they could say Bucks in six. <laughs> <laughs> I think if they, if they book a show like that, I legitimately will stay up. From 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Irish time to watch that show live. Yep. The beauty of working from home, and I usually, you know, start at nine or ten. I can watch these shows and be fine in the morning, so it's good. Um, yes, I too also work from home. Working from home. Uh, best segment, worst segment. Best segment. Cena. Uh, Cena uh, return. Cena. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Goldberg return. Main event, main event of um, or the the closing shot of NXT. I really liked. That was well. very, yeah, yeah that there, was good. Yeah. Yeah. and the Nick Gage reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I'd probably go. I'd either go with the cross thing. I'm gonna do what Fitz did. I'm gonna tie it up with the cross Joe thing and Nick Gage. Mm. I might go Gage because I never saw it coming. Yeah, that was definitely out of left field. Mm, I was a bit okay. underwhelmed by the Cena then. return. I knew oh, it was. We would. all knew it was. No, I know I knew it was happening, <laughs> but nothing happened. Like he just showed up and the show ended. Like give us Your something, teaser. you know. Yeah. You know, give us something. Now, to be fair, the light crowd might have got something out of it, but the television show audience were like, "The f- fuck was that?" It's you're familiar with edging. That's what they're doing. It's edging. No, it's called shite. Shite in the bucket. Good lord. Worst segment. Goldberg. 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 Yeah, Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, that was an easy one. Wrestler and show of the week. Uh, I'm going to give wrestler, I'm going to give wrestler to Nikki Cross. Yeah, nice. I'm going to go Money in the Bank and Big E as my show and wrestler. Money in the Bank for best show. Yeah, I bank for a show with a shout out for um anniversary as well. Um yeah. Wrestler. Hmm. 
I'm just throwing Biggie a bone. I thought he was did really yeah. well in that match. It was a great moment. Fucking CM that? Punk. We <laughs> 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 managed to fucking get us all so hyped despite doing fucking nothing. Yeah. The the Biggie big ending off the ladder oh, was mm. Chef's kiss perfect. Riddle, actually, for doing the Randy Orton RKO fest spot. <laughs> yeah. I pop good for Randy. that. Randy. Randy. <laughs> uh, I love uh, the thing they do where it's like, Randy, wherever you may be, points it up to the sky. What is actually going on with Orton? Is he just taking time off? Like, or He'd be back in a couple injured. of weeks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the, we, also, gotcha, we also never mind, mentioned the fact that they rewarded Jimmy Uso of getting another DUI oh, with the SmackDown yeah. tag titles. It's, it's, this, is one week, this, is, this is one week sobriety <laughs> chip. They <laughs> <laughs> only got moved to SmackDown as well. So uh, designated driver program there, I'd say. It is what it is. Sounds harsh, yeah. but that's what's going on. Yeah, I'll go wrestler of the week. I'll, I'll give it to Lance Archer for persevering yep. in the face of losing many title matches to finally get the big one. It was nice to see. And to f- persevere against the odds of actually being able to win in your hometown as well. <laughs> yeah, huge, yeah. huge if true. I'm going to give the Nikki Ash, actually. Hey, who? Nikki. Nikki A-S-H. Okay, okay, that one, okay. I was totally yeah, confused. No, yeah, clarify. not clear. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I was talking about Billy Gunn for a second there. I thought it was, yeah, it was a good moment. I'm happy for her to win the title as well. So, oh, can we talk about it, um, like the thing I put into Discord and we talked about it a few weeks ago. Um, Nikki Cross went into Vince's office with an mm-hmm. idea he knew he'd like, or she knew he'd like, and he knew that the, she could get it over. We'll sell merch. In, and it'd sell merch, and kids would love it, and it's PG, and blah, blah, blah. Peyton Royce went in. She said that she likes to sit on the couch with her dogs, and she got herself and Billy Kay fired for it. But yeah, and that's my theory, and I'm sticking Nikki to Ash won money in the bank, and is now Women's Champ. There you go. It's no, shows you. it's no coincidence she took a fucking chance. She bet on herself with that. Realistically, if it had tanked, she may well have been in the next batch. We talked uh, about this when, after Peyton Rice got released as well, where Billy as well were like, that's why you got released. So this is not just based on this, but it's just funny how two, who, two careers just coincided there. Because we heard that Vince was high on Peyton Rice before this. Yeah. That's why they split up the Iconics. And... At the end of the day, as we said, Nikki knew her audience. She knew, right, these are certain boxes you need to take if you're going to get yep. something over with them. She went in there with it, pitched it. Do I think it's a bit goofy? Yes, but it's not for me. Do I like her? Yeah, I think she comes across a really nice person. It's for Something the kids. She had the moment. Yep. It's clearly going to sell merch to the kids, and it's clearly going to get a reaction from the kids being on the road and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm delighted for her. Uh, she deserves all the success. She's obviously worked her ass off for years to even get to the company in the first place. Uh, and they managed to drop the ball with her a couple of times. So, yeah, and no, I was good to see her finally get her title win. So, Chelsea Green, what, she waited outside Vince's office for five weeks and never got a meeting? Yeah. Yeah, so look. No, I'd, be, I'd fall in with Jordan there. <laughs> I, Nikki Cross, obviously, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say a bad word against her. Mm-hmm. rumor was that even back in the, the early COVID days she used to buy pizzas for people who were in the crowd to keep them fed because they'd be there for 19 hours for tapings and shit Oh yeah. so she used to do all the sound stuff like that and meet people and stay around hang around lovely person as a fan I absolutely hate this gimmick and shtick so I could not give two fucks about it 
I wish she was able to get herself over in her original character of the crazy sanity girl. Stuff, I love that. That was amazing. And it's a disgrace that they weren't able to make something out of that. But at the same time, you know, you do, I, I feel the same way. I wish it wasn't this gimmick, but at the same time, it's there to sell merch for kids. You know, yeah. it, it, we know what this is about. So oh, yeah. some of those, you just have to be like, eh, whatever. You know, yeah, is what it is. Golden gun. What the fuck? 20 and oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Look at this nepotism. Billy Gunn booking the kids to win on Dark. Someone else do the plugs. I'm going to go get fucking sick. <laughs> go for the plugs, Gordo. Um, fucking hell. I'm fucking outraged right now. Um, oh, what fucking choking on my own rage here. Um, right, yeah, if, if people want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you're going to get us on all your usual podcast apps. So we're on your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening now, you're going to catch us each and every week. Uh, please also make sure to give us like a thumbs up, a like, leave a five star review, whatever you can do. It all helps when it comes to the search algorithms and kind of helps just boost our profile so we can get out there so more people can hear us chat shit every week. Uh, also, please make sure to check out Wrestling Soup over on WrestlingSoup.com. Uh, we say it every week. They've been absolutely amazing to us, but their content itself is just absolutely top notch each and every week. So please go over there, show them some love, subscribe to them on Patreon. Again, yeah, please show them all the love in the world like they've shown it to us down through the years. Um, also, speaking of showing us a bit of love, Canvas Theory, our friends over there, www.canvastheory.com. Fuck you, Fitz. I please gave them use, a week off last week. You did. You gave them, a week, you gave them one week off. Fair play yeah. to you. Um, if you use promo code AWP, you get 10% off your entire order, but it's only shipping to the US. Um, also, please check us out on Twitter. I mentioned it earlier. It's at the AW pod. Uh, if you go on there as well, you'll find a link to our Discord where you can come on and you can join in our live fun when we record every Friday evening at roughly 7 p.m. Irish time, which is around about 2 p.m. Eastern time if you're in the U.S., um, so yeah you can come on join us uh, live every Friday you'll also get the podcast today early that way as well and you'll get to join in the fun the chat uh, it's just a great group of people we have here so please come join us uh, you can also because I work in weekends and the pod, the podcast it's going to happen Friday in the next two hours yeah yeah <laughs> um, look I tried I fucking tried uh, and if you can also check us out as well on Twitch uh, please check us out on there and make sure to drop us a follow which costs you absolutely nothing if you go to twitch.tv forward slash the AWP new season of fall guys guys oh yeah i haven't played it yet time to restart madness. the new, the new games madness. are like the old levels on ket yep it's it's ket it's it's just madness um the f- um ho- hopefully we can do a bit of a stream later as long as it's not too late because homeboy gotta wake up early so yeah um i'm gonna get this edited i'm gonna order a pizza and see what happens uh, try not it. use the same delivering app. No I will not stand with them on here. Oh, good lord! What a fucking nightmare that was. Um, they seem to be having issues across the board because I ordered something from somewhere else with them yesterday, and it took nearly two hours to get delivered. And the same with Patty and one or two others that I know were trying to order stuff off them over the last couple of days. I don't know. The man was saying to me that the the drivers were cancelling the order. So like yeah. they were. I'm assuming the way it works is they pick up the order, but then they were cancelling it. Yeah, so apparently like, it, it looks like they're just having issues with drivers in general across Galway this week that there's something not right. So, uh, yeah, maybe worth trying a different delivering app. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool. So that is episode 207. Um, I'm trying to find the thing. Steve, what's uh, that noise? The, 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 the noise I hear in the distance. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the, the, uh, 
I think it's Tugger's whistle. <gasps> Uh-oh, Tugger's whistle. You know what that means? Tugger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Because there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>